Hey guys, and welcome back to season two of Hey Hun. So let me give you guys a huge shout out and a big virtual hug for making season one phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And thank you again for joining us for season two. You know, it's it's very exciting and very humbling to know that um, we have an audience and that we have a platform that people actually enjoy. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so very much. So for the start off of this podcast, um, I want you guys to just, as usual, kick back, let's chat and enjoy. All right. So let's jump right into it. We are going to talk today about two very important issues, and they are voting and the census. And I want to let you guys know before we get too deep into the conversation that we have the power to restructure anything as long as we can reimagine it. Okay, so don't think that anything is out of your reach at all. Um, because within the next 77 days, we are going to be at the polls. Yes, 77 days before November 3rd, 2020. All right. And I want to make sure that everybody understands that their vote counts, no matter what you've been told or what you think your vote counts. And keep in mind that if voting or your vote didn't matter, then ask yourself, why do people fight so hard to get you not to vote? Yeah, if it didn't matter, why are people trying so hard to get you not to vote? Exactly. So let me bring this point up as well. It doesn't matter which side you're on, which side of the aisle that you're on. I need for you to go out and vote like your life depends on it because it does. Even if the ticket doesn't look like what you want it to look like, vote. I mean, there is no perfect ticket and there never has been a perfect ticket. Okay, so don't get stuck on that. You just need to go out and exercise your right to vote. All right. And if you're not registered, go get registered. It's not as hard as you think. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to leave your home. And I'm going to help you with that one. There are two sites where you can go to make sure that um, you get registered and to do a ton of other things. The first site is whenweallvote.org. And the second one is rockthevote.org. Now, on both of these sites... All of the helpful information that they have is phenomenal, okay? The first one, you can register to vote there. Told you, you didn't even have to leave your home. You can check your registration status. You can get election reminders. You can find your polling place. And you can even look up a ballot. Look up the ballot that's in your county and in your state, you know? But let's jump into this. Keep in mind that each state has different registration deadlines for each election. For example, the deadline in Massachusetts, and yes, I'm talking about different states, and I'm going to throw a bunch of dates out here for you because we have people listening from all over, so I wanted to be able to help everyone, all right? So, like I said, 
August 22nd is the deadline for the state of Massachusetts because they, they're going to have their state primary election on September 1st. Delaware, the exact same date, their deadline is August 22nd because they're going to have their state primary election on September 15th. If you live in the state of Oregon, they're going to have a special election on November, I'm sorry, on September 15th, and their deadline is August 25th. The state of New Hampshire will have their state primary election on September 8th, and the deadline there to register is August 26th. The state of Iowa will have a special election on September 8th as well, and their deadline to um, register is August 28th. Okay, now those were the deadlines. August 22nd, August 25th, August 26th, and August 28th. Now let's get down to the actual election dates. Okay, I'm going to go through those as well in chronological order. August 18th, Wyoming will have their state primary. Alaska will have their state primary. And Florida will have their state primary. August 25th, Alabama, they're going to have um, various municipal elections. So, you know, you need to check your ballot out for that. California, they will have their Tracy Village election. It's going to be a special election. They will also have the City of Newman's special election. The state of Idaho will be um, voting on taxing and district bond levy elections. And Oklahoma will have their primary runoff. Now, all of those were for August 25th. Okay. I know that was a lot of information, but just strap in with me. Hold on. I just want to make sure that everybody has all of the information. Okay. So I know some people, if you are a first time voter, um, you're, you're thinking, what is it that I need to vote? What do I have to have? You know, I've heard so many different things. I have that one covered for you as well. You need a driver's license that of course is not expired you can also have a non-driver id a state id a voter's id a federal id a u.s passport a valid student id a military id a tribal id um, if you work at a federal um, institution you can use your work id um, a pistol permit that has your photo on it or um, if you are just um, being released, then you can use your Department of Corrections release ID. That should be like a temporary ID for you, but you can use that as well. Now, if you're one of those people thinking, oh my goodness, I don't even have an ID because I've never really had to have one. I don't drive, you know, I don't really have one anymore or you may have lost it. Then you can actually go to your registrar's office um, or go to the Secretary of State. They actually have a website. And then for the Registrar's Office, some of those states have like a free um, voter ID. So that's just something for you to check into. The Secretary of State website um, for each state is absolutely phenomenal. You know, click and go. It's, it's really not hard. But now I want to jump into the meat of this discussion or this little chat that we're having. The general election, like I stated earlier, is November 3rd. The deadline 
to register is October 19th, 2020. And you can do that online as well. So don't panic. We have enough time. Okay. That's about two months from now. Now, if you want to do or request an absentee ballot, you have until October 29th of this year. Okay. And then you have um, to hand deliver that back to your um, state election officials. You have until November 2nd. Okay, so for the general election, the absentee ballot request, you can request it. The deadline for that is October 29th of this year, and you can have it hand delivered all the way through November 2nd. Okay, and if you um, are feeling like when you get to these polling places that things are just not right, and you, you know, you've been, I don't know, harassed or you've been told that your ID um, doesn't, doesn't matter, it's not valid. Any type of election um, nuance that you have run into, I want to help you out a little bit. There is a certain thing called the Election Protection Hotline. Yes. And that phone number, if you feel like anything is awry once you get to your polling place, that phone number locking in if you have to <laughs> whatever makes you feel comfortable but that phone number is 866 our vote that's 866-687-8683 866-687-8683 and if you know someone who is a spanish-speaking person um and they may need some help maybe at the polling place or you know them personally that phone number, lock this one in as well, is 888-839-8682. Again, for Spanish-speaking people, it's 888-839-8682. So that way, everybody is covered. All right? So what I want you guys initially to do when you get to the polling place or before we get to the polling place, don't panic. Because I know a lot of people are saying, oh my God, I have to go and stand in this line. There are going to be a ton of people. What happens next? Well, first, what I want you to do, like I said, not to panic, okay? Stay calm, number one. Number two, make sure that you wash your hands before you go. Wear your mask and or your face shield. Have your ID, number three. And number four is to just do it. Just vote. Okay, it's just that simple. Now, in the news, let me say too, I know a lot of us have heard about the debacle um, with the Postal Service, but I have a little info about that too, okay? There's a few ways that you actually can vote without the Postal Service, and this just blew my mind because I had no idea, you know? The Postal Service is, it is the only way to receive um, a mail-in ballot, Okay? It's the only way that you can receive a mail-in ballot in some states. But I have a few ways that you can return that ballot that may not be as widely known. Okay. And the first one is to deliver it to your local election office. And you can find those on the State Board of Elections site. And you can look for your local election office there. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, 
um, you can take your ballot to an early voting site and you can check your state election website for that as well. But what I found out in doing this research, there are only five states that don't have this option. So you're good to um, send it in or take it to an early voting site unless you live in the states of Kentucky, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, or South Carolina. If you don't live in any of those five states, then you should be able to take it to an early voting site, okay? And then the third option is the drop box option, okay? There are official state ballot drop boxes, and you need to check out your U.S. Election Assistant um, Commission site for the drop box info to find out where they are um, and in what county, because some, some counties have multiple up to like 900 but then there are some that actually have only one so you want to make sure that you check that out and find out exactly where those uh, drop boxes are okay even if you have an issue with that once you get to the drop box um, because some are manned by actual people um, some are manned by um, cameras 24 hours you know and people for part of the day and cameras for the remaining part of the day so you know if you have issues with the box not being available to you or issues there, then that hotline, that election protection hotline again is 866-687-8683 for English speaking and for Spanish speaking. It's 888-839-8682. Like I said, I want to make sure everybody is covered. Okay. So now that we've gotten all of the um, dates and the information that we need to actually vote and, you know, what it's going to take to exercise our right, I want to move into um, another issue where another hot button topic. Okay. And that is the census. A lot of people um, have a perspective of the census that is absolutely not true. And there are numerous reasons as to why, but I want to actually try to debunk some of that with you guys, okay? Um, and don't feel bad if you didn't know the information or, you know, if you you had um, a different mindset about the census, but I'm here to help you out. Let me just help you, okay? The census is only used for statistical purposes, only it can only be used for statistical purposes, okay? They they can't share your information with other um, agencies or other entities, and that is a law. Even the um, employees that work at the census office, they cannot discuss any information that comes in ever, like for a lifetime, they can't discuss it. And when I say it's a law, it is a real law. It is part of Title 13 of the U.S. Code. So there's no getting around it at all. Okay. Now, when I say the census is for statistical purposes, I know a lot of people um, try to prey on others and make them feel like they have to give certain information to even be counted. Let me tell you something. The census will not ask you for your social security number. They will not ask you for a credit card um, in order to take part in the census. Um, they do not ask you for your political party. And they should not ask you for any money, any funds of any type at all. Okay? 
at all. So don't give out any credit card or payment information. Don't agree to send any money in. Don't answer any political party questions. And definitely do not give your social security number to anyone over the phone. Definitely if you're talking to a census worker because they're not going to ask you for it. Okay? So let's get down to the nitty gritty of the census. All right? And let me tell you what it's really for outside of the statistical purposes, all right? The, the census actually determines how much of the hundreds of billions of dollars of federal funds that goes out to each district each year. So the census determines how much money goes to Medicaid, how much money goes to Head Start, how much money goes to the SNAP program, mental health grants that we get in our community, uh, road construction, how many hospitals each of us will get in our community, how much money the fire departments will get, schools, how much funding schools will get, and uh, lunches, school lunches, you know, some kids have to get free and or reduced lunches, so there's funding there, because you want to keep in mind, some, some people are in situations where those are the only meals that they get, okay? Yeah, so let's just let's just put our hearts there, okay? And then also it goes into public transportation and natural disasters. So if we're not counted, then those funds aren't coming to us, okay? Keep in mind, we all count. Doesn't matter what anybody tells you, has said in the past, or telling you now, currently, whatever. We all count, okay? The system, the census shows us, um, shows the government officials that are um, in Washington and different places in our community where we will need new clinics. Um, also family and children services as well as senior services. That's how we get our congressional representation, which is one of the most important things, that's the legislative side of everything. Um, businesses, when it comes to businesses, it lets them know what stores are needed and what stores are wanted. If we're going to get new stores, it's, it's, it tells them if we need restaurants and factories, offices. And it also tells businesses like what products and services to offer in different communities. So, yeah. If, if you've heard or been taught anything different, let's try to um, retrain our brain. <laughs> retrain our brain totally for that, okay? Now, the census office, they are um, open from 7 a.m. until 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, you know, on holidays, they're not going to be open. Or if you um, are better online, then you can actually go to my 2020census.gov that's my 2020census.gov or absolutely you can mail it in if you got your form and you haven't done so go ahead and get that in and the phone number if you actually need to talk to them the census office you can get with them at 844-330-2020 that phone number again is 844- three three zero two zero two zero okay and let me say this even if you didn't get the invites um you know through mail or whatever you can still go online and fill out um the form or you can just give them a call 
and let them know that you didn't get it and follow their instruction to be counted. Because like I said, it is so important to get counted because by December of 2020, the Bureau will give um, the counts of everyone to POTUS and Congress. Okay. And by March 31st of next year, the redistricting for each of us, they start to count. Okay. And it's sent to each state. And this is used to redraw our legislative districts, like I was talking about earlier, based on um, the population changes. Now, the side note there, when I said legislative, keep in mind, remember what we learned. The legislative branch, they're the people that make the laws, that can declare wars, control taxing, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So you want to make sure that if you want your voice heard, <laughs> In those areas, you want to be counted, okay? Now, at this point, we've all seen how the Census um, Bureau is sending out uh, the census takers, like door-to-door now, okay? Well, I want you guys to be careful because there are scammers everywhere, everywhere, and everywhere, okay? So, the workers, they will have a badge on and it will have the U.S. Department of Commerce watermark across it. OK, so if it doesn't have the U.S. Department of Commerce watermark in the background with their picture on it, they're not a census worker. And you can always decline to give them um, your information and either close your door or do not open your door. It's totally up to you, okay? And if you have questions um, about the IDs or if they actually have people in their area working, you can call that number again. The office, 844-330-2020, okay? So go ahead and fill out the census and get those funds put back into or actually put into your community, okay? because our futures depend on it. Complete the census for your future. Go vote for your future because our lives and our children's lives and everyone else that's attached to us in any way, parents, siblings, children, friends, lives depend on it, okay? So I hope this chat has brought you some solace this week. Um, as I do each week. So you guys, I want you to, like I said, census, vote. All right. Get registered. Vote. I want you guys to go out, stay safe, love hard and laugh loud. All right. And of course, don't forget to follow us on the listening platform of your choice and to tune in each week for new episodes. Okay. And if you like the episode, which I hope you did (laughs) head over to our brand new Instagram page and let us know the Instagram is Hey hun. So, and of course that's with five O's and leave us a comment about the episode. Um, or if you want to leave us a message or send us a message, you can do that on Instagram as well, or you can do that here, um, on the, on this platform. And that will be anchor.fm slash hey hun so with five o's slash message or like i said you can simply go to instagram and click on hey hun so 
and we will be more than happy to answer any questions and to chat with you guys. All right. Well, we thank you for joining us again this week and we will see you next week.